welcome, welcome to another uh, great episode of Days and Infused. And we're back with a multi-time guest. Uh, this time, bring out her drink, Jamie Evans, the herb song. Welcome to Days and Infused yet again. There it is, Herbacy. I love it. For those of you who will be watching this on YouTube later, you'll see that delicious can of Herbacy uh, or Herbacy, depending on how you want to pronounce it. But you will see it soon in a story near you. Welcome back to the show, Jamie. Thanks so much for having me, Latham, and hello to all the listeners out there. I think this yeah. is my third time on the show, so it's great to be back. Yes, it's great to have you back. We've had you on before COVID, during COVID, and second time, I don't know what the frick to call this at this point. It's just kind of <laughs> COVID light. I don't know what the hell. Anyway, but it's great to have you here, Jamie, and it's great to see that your dreams have come true and you've gotten Urbasi out there for the public to drink and eat or drink. And it's also good to know that um, we are distributing AdSense Distribution. Very proud to be putting this out to the market. Also, we're proud to say that it is selling out at the limited amount of stores it's in now. So it's a great, great sign, a great tribute to your drink. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a dream come true bringing this product to life. And of course, I come from the wine industry. So putting my wine knowledge uh, and combining that with cannabis has been uh, a very fun journey. That's for sure. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know who Jamie is, or perhaps this is your first time hearing this, Jamie is a multi-book author. She was in the wine industry for many, many years. She was named as most important, one of the most important women in weed in 2020. And um, her, her books are amazing, um, not only in the CBD space, but the THC space. I do recommend that you go out. They're available on Amazon, I believe. And uh, yeah. It's a, she's a wealth of knowledge and always brings interesting stuff to the table. Um, Jamie, what, what is, what was the journey to get to here to Urbasi? Yeah. Well, as you know, I come from a long history of working in the wine industry. So when I first came into cannabis, I was really focused on cannabis events and kind of bringing the concept of pairings to life through a series that I called Thursday Infused, which was really focused on culinary cannabis. I worked with several chefs and winery partners to really put together um, these beautiful four course tasting meals. Um, of course, this is before COVID, um, but really focused on showcasing cannabis as a culinary ingredient. So that's kind of where I started out. Um, of course, I have my Herbsom blog and the books, as you've mentioned. So thank you so much for those kind words. Um, but really the concept of Herbasi started back in 2020. And I had a group um, who are now my business partners approach me um, with this concept of creating a cannabis infused beverage. And of course, I was just in the middle of writing my cannabis drinks book. So I had so much knowledge about this topic and just was very excited about where the industry was going um, specifically for this category. And then just tapping into my previous experience working in wine, you know, the, the product that makes the most sense, I think for my experience was certainly a cannabis infused wine. And so we, we kind of came up with this concept and brought this product to life. And it's definitely been a journey uh, there's so many things that go into making a cannabis beverage. So um, it's been fun learning about the manufacturing side, the sales side, uh, and it's, it's a very complex product. So it, I'm learning every day. <laughs> yeah. The title of this drink is called Rosier, right? 
Yes. So we actually had to name it Rosier um, instead of Rosé because the, the SKU that we launched with is a sparkling Rosé. But because of California's regulations, we had to get creative and call it something different. So there is no confusion out um, in the dispensaries that in fact, this is not a product that contains alcohol. So we had to rename it Rosier, which actually means of the color pink in French. And it also alludes to the rosebush in French. And if you look at our packaging, there's actually, um, we very much value very floral um, design and packaging and really kind of bringing this concept to life of um, herbosy, which means herbaceous. And so, cool. yeah, I wanted to inspire the senses with our packaging and of course, um, what the drink tastes like. Well, obviously it's been pretty popular. I know that your launch site has been Own a Life here in Marin County, California. Um, they've been very successful at it. I think you've hit your target audience exactly on the head with going with them. So that was a smart move on your part to get them to push it out. Um, I know that our sense distribution sales staff has uh, had warm welcome to it as well. And I know that we're just waiting for the doors to open for further distribution. So by the time you hear this, you may be able to get um, Urbasi uh, Rosier at a store near you, a dispensary near you. Now it is really a spun wine, right? And for those of you who don't know what a spun off wine is, it means you take a wine and you actually spin off the alcohol because it has a different density than the body of the wine. So it's a very common practice. People use it to thin down wines. They do it to um, a lot of wines that tend to be very, very high in alcohol. And that is not a sellable point for many people. So um, just from a wine perspective, this is a common practice and it's something that's done every day in the wine business. So this isn't something weird. And it does have that grape uh, flavor to it. It does. And it's it's been interesting learning about the dealkalization process of wine. And coming from the traditional wine background, you know, I never kind of envisioned myself working with an alcohol-free wine because I, I do consider myself a wino. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, it's been fun to learn though, but I do think because of the innovation and all the science that's really going into this category, dealkalized wines are getting incredibly tasty. And the partner that I work with, um, Bev Zero, they're based up in Santa Rosa. And the method that they use, um, it really incorporates the spinning comb, as you said, Latham, as well as they have Golo technology to remove the alcohol. So the process that they're using really kind of preserves the aromas and flavors that are in the wine. Because um, sometimes diabolization is very harsh, so you lose out on a lot of those wine essences. But mm -hmm. um, the techniques that Bev Zero is using is quite impressive. And so I think if you're starting with a high quality base wine and you're going through this process, um, it will turn into a delicious dealkalized wine. And yeah. so the key is to find that good wine in the first place. Yeah. And just speaking from a perspective of my um, talking with Jamie during the process and wondering when the next uh, production run is coming, Jamie is very, very um, picky, shall we say, <laughs> about where the wine comes from, which is good. That yeah. means you as the consumer get the benefit of her being very fastidious in her methodologies. So you're not getting some junk. This is always going to be a good product coming out. But by that being said, though, you are going to get a little bit of difference in each product run minor, but you're going to get a little bit of difference in just like a wine would be, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. So this is why we decided to start branding um, each product with a vintage. So the, the wine that we first launched with, so that was our 2020 vintage. And so we're actually working on our 2021 vintages right now, which is a little bit of different of a blend because the first one was a Grenache, Mavedra, Senso blend. Uh, and then the next batch that's coming out is actually more prominent in Grenache. There's about 91% Grenache. Um, Morvedra, there's some Syrah in the next batch, but it does come from the same producer, which is mm -hmm. exciting. Um, the same region in California. Um, it's just the next vintage. And this is something we see in the wine industry every day. Um, it, it's just, it's kind of fun to kind of play in to the wine world in that way and educate the consumers that, you know, this is a wine product. Of course, it's alcohol free, but we do honor vintages just like you would in the traditional wine industry. That that's cool, and it's great tribute to your your past in the wine business. What? Um, let me just ask you a quick question about um, the reception from traditional wine people. What what's the reception been? Obviously, things are changing a lot every year. It gets a little more accepted, but has there been any pushback to you? Um, actually, it's been quite opposite. There's been so cool. much excitement about this product, and I think in general, the, the main consumer of this product are wine drinkers. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I really wanted to create or, this or winos as you call it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like me, but you know, this product is also a perfect alternative to alcohol. So for those looking to cut back, um, and maybe not drink as much wine, um, this is certainly a perfect product, um, to fill that void. And, you know, I do think there's a big focus on the low to no uh, alcohol categories in general. Yeah. So we're seeing, you know, more high quality alcohol free wines, um, low alcohol wines. And so I think cannabis infused wine kind of like fits into that world very well. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited about the potential for these types of products. I, I definitely think there's upsides, especially I think you are a speaker um, and a you were doing a demonstration at the cannabis drinks conference or um, late in 2021, where I saw you speak. You did a great job on stage. Um, you made some great drinks on stage. And I think we also then saw a presentation from headset about the drink space and where it's going. And obviously it's grown a tremendous amount and I can only think it's going to go further. Um, with respect to people who are alcohol drinkers, I, I can relate to you a personal uh, thing. I'm um, not only because I quit drinking because I was in the wine business. I had a wine delivery company and we also sold rare exotic wines uh, that were regional worldwide regionally. Um, and I have gotten out of it and I'm really into um, the cannabis drinks, not all of them. I love your drink. I love a couple of others out there who I've all had on the show. I wonder uh, Colexo, Klaus is a great drink. Um, all yeah. these things are, these are all groundbreakers. Do you feel a little bit like a canary in a coal mine a little bit? Cause <laughs> you're kind of in the wines thing. You're like, you're the, you're the person out there on the front. Um, well, I feel very lucky to have this opportunity to be one of the early on producers of this type of product. I think I counted, and there's only about seven brands who are doing cannabis infused wine at this point. Um, so it is a very new, new thing. And then, and when I say cannabis infused wines, um, I mean the dealkalized wines that you're going to find at dispensaries, because of course you're going to find winemakers around the country who make under the table cannabis infused wines. But these are the types of products that are selling at dispensaries. So there really is only a handful at this point. And so I think, um, 
I wouldn't consider any of the brands uh, competition. I think we all collaborate Uh, and lift each other up and share thoughts and notes on how we can make this product better. And um, yeah, so it's just been really, it's been interesting and fascinating. And just to see other cannabis beverage categories start to grow. So we have these cannabis infused wines. There's now cannabis infused beer type products like Seria. Um, and then, of course, cannabis cocktails in a can, just like what Warren Bobrow is doing with Klaus. That's true. And, you know, like I like your point about the, the industry is a big one. And I've always said that um, people who worry about competition in their space don't realize that a space is dictated by there being people in that space. Mm-hmm. So just like wine, you can go out and buy Screaming Eagle or, or, or um, Turley. You can also buy just Mondavi table wine, you know, because there's yeah. something for everyone. So the space is broad and just like this space should be broad. And I, I do see a day when um, the wine derived space in cannabis will just be a real big category yeah. with the, the best out there and some of the the lesser one, because that's what a business is. You don't have to have like the $200 can. You can have a $5 can for instance. Right. Right. And and it's all good for the business because there's space and there's people who want it. I got to get back to this, the point about a personal experience too. We've introduced, or I've introduced not only your drink to um, as taste test for people who don't drink anymore or trying to get off alcohol and they love it. Great. They love it. I love and that feedback. <laughs> it is the it, because I think um you know there's the whole the the thing called the California sober. You know you've heard that term right? Oh before. yeah, we're just yeah. kind of dry January, so it's like dry January and then Cali sober for like the two <laughs> the two big yeah, days. and Cali sober or the um you know the uh, the Cali what is it called the Cali margarita which is like soda water, tequila and a squirt of lime in it, you know, because locale just gets the job done, but it's not heavy in sugar. So there, there's always going to be a place for all players in every market, you know? Mm -hmm. And I definitely think you're, you're filling that gap right now. Um, We'll just take a quick break and talk to you about some great brands. One of them is Shuggies. Shuggies is uh, available in dispensaries near you. We have come out of testing. We have the new 500 milligram and 1000 milligram Shuggies scoopable agave powder, 25% sweeter than actual agave sugar. You can get it at a dispensary near you. Each scoop is five milligrams. It is an infused concentrate and easy to take with you anywhere and enjoy. If you are diabetic or you have sugar intolerance, look for Shuggies, um, our 500 and 1000 milligram scoopable agave in a dispensary near you. Um, Do check with your doctor, however, if you do have sugar related issues before you try any sweetener. That's Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Find us at Shuggies.com. Jamie, with respect to your journey, um, do you have advice for other blooming cannabis entrepreneurs? What would you tell them? Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, Well, I think one thing about the cannabis space is there is so much room to be creative as long as you follow the regulations, of course. But when I first came into the space, I I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know I knew I wanted to be in cannabis. And so I kind of thought about, you know, what am I good at? What am I bringing to the space? And of course, tapping into my wine knowledge, I thought, of course, like I want to contribute to the culinary side to cannabis. So I think it's really thinking about, you know, what you want to do, how you can contribute the, to the space, and then 
um, you know, putting these thoughts together and creating a business. And it doesn't have to be a traditional business in any sort. Um, so for me, I, I decided to launch a blog because I didn't have traditional capital to start a business at that time. I just wanted to get in the space. So I started writing, I started interviewing different chefs, edible producers, just to learn about the industry in general. Cool. And then from there, I, I kind of, uh, knew what I wanted to focus on and kept building my business um, at, from that point. So. so when you, that you hit on a really good thing there in terms of doing research and finding your niche, right? Mm -hmm. I, I love that because I think a lot of people go into it blind a little bit um, in terms yeah. of just getting into it. It's like, everyone's going to love this, you know, and that's <laughs> not necessarily the, the, the case um, with your drink or Basi you are coming into a space that's burgeoning. It's coming up. Um, and definitely within the taste profile, you're, um, it's amazing comparative to other well-known drinks that start with a C and I won't name them, uh, and, but it's just, you know, seltzer, basically seltzer's fine. It's great, but it is not, you know, the kind of thing you just go to every day. You definitely want something that's got a little flavor profile to it in which your drink does. Uh, I do think, um, did you do a lot of R&D for that flavor profile? Let's, let's hear about that. Yeah, so during this process, I think I went through about 70, 70 revisions wow. <laughs> just, just to get the flavor right. And when you're creating a product like this, it's all about the concept of balance. So you're really trying to think of the balance of the acidity and the residual sugar. Um, the product, uh, Urbasi, is actually very dry. So I want it to be very refreshing and dry. So we actually didn't yeah. add a lot of residual sugar at all um, to kind of resemble you know, the rosés that you would find in Southern France. And another thing you have to think about is how you can create this multi-dimensional flavor profile, like you were saying. Because of course, this is a wine product. And so there should be multiple layers of aromas that you're perceiving. And so in order to create a profile like that, it's, it's just a lot of um, experimentation and figuring out what flavors and aromas work best with the natural wine that you're working with. And then the third thing to think about is really how can you create this balance on your palate and this weight on your palate so it actually resembles a wine. Because mm. if you're drinking like a seltzer or you're drinking water, you know, different beverages feel different on the way it sits on your palate. So I really wanted to find um, or create a beverage that feels like wine. So you're drinking the wine, it feels like wine. And so uh, it did take me 70 revisions <laughs> to achieve that. But now that I know um, kind of the method on how to do this, I can imagine it'll be much easier uh, moving forward. Have, did you have a lot of friends helping you? Like, were they anxious to sit down and help Jamie with these recipes? Uh, so I did have some friends join me for these R&D sessions. And as soon as I thought I kind of had our final recipe, I would take it to somebody else and they'd have different feedback. So it was, uh, it was a very <laughs> fun process. And I wanted to have chefs taste it. I wanted Psalms to taste it. Um, I wanted you know, just people who maybe don't drink wine all the time taste it. So I wanted right. to have a lot of people's opinion. And I think in the end, it came out to be something incredibly beautiful uh, and delicious. Uh, and as far as uh, the rosé, rosé um, that you you produced, are you doing a white wine? Is that in the hopper too for the, the future? 
Absolutely. So the next SKU that we're going to be working on, we're calling it our sparkling blanchette. And Ooh. so this is a sparkling blanc, if you will. So it'll be, um, I'm not sure what exactly the blend will be. I have some fun ideas that we're working on and I've been tasting some white wine lots, but it will be sparkling. I think that uh, the sparkling cannabis wine is quite delicious and the way to go at this point. <laughs> so yeah. you, if you go to our website, you can actually see the mock-up cans and bottles that we're going to create. Um, but it, it's still very much floral and beautiful, a little bit different colors. This one, um, this is our rosé is very pink. And then the Blanchette has some more red tones in it. So, so um, before we get too far apart from what is the address of your blog and is it a subscription blog or can anyone go onto it? So anyone can go onto it. It's theherbsom.com and you can find recipes. You can find pairing information. I have a terpene and aroma pairing guide if you're interested Ooh, cool. in learning. Yeah, how to pair cannabis and wine and food, which was a big part of uh, what I started to do when I launched my blog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also different tastemaker spotlights from different people um, in the industry, whether they're chefs, uh, edible producers, and so on. So there's a lot of great information on that website. And so that's the Herbsom, H-E-R-B-S-O-M-M, without an E. That's H-E-R-B-S-O-M-M.com, correct? Correct. And that's also your website, I would imagine. Yes, that is. Oh, so, that's easy. Easy yeah. one portal. <laughs> yeah, one portal, you can find it all. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so you can also find Jamie's books on Amazon, The, the Ultimate Guide to CBD, Explore the World of Cannabidiol. Um, you can find that on, um, there. hold it up there, Jamie. There it is. Beautiful book. Um, I have to say that Jamie's pictures and her um the book itself is a beautiful book. You did a great job on that testament to your style. Um, and also we have Cannabis Drinks, Secrets to Crafting, CBD and THE Beverages at Home. Um, Jamie, do, would you mind kind of running through as kind of a final parting gift to our guests, the, the, um, the muddled drink you made at the Cannabis Drinks Conference? Do you feel uh, like you could bring that up again? Oh, okay. Yes. I think I know which one you're talking about. So this recipe is found in cannabis drinks, secrets okay. to CBD and THC beverages at home. And what I made at the cannabis drinks expo was actually a recipe incorporating a strawberry lime shrub, which is infused with cannabis, which is a recipe you can find in my book. Um, but this was actually one of my favorite recipes to make over the summertime. And it was the strawberry rhubarb. Let me find it in my book and I'll hold up the page. Here it is. There's actually no photo, but there's all beautiful photos in this book. But for this recipe, there isn't a photo, um, but it is the strawberry rhubarb sh uh, shrub soda. And so with this drink, um, it's, it's really a tasty drink, especially during summertime when berries are the freshest and in season. Mm -hmm. But basically what you wanna do is have five strawberries. And at the expo, I actually made this the non-alcoholic version, but I will make it into the traditional cocktail that's in the book. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna start with five strawberries, cut them in half. And during this process, you wouldn't have your shaker tin available. So what you wanna do is put the strawberries in the bottom of your shaker tin, and you're going to add three-fourths ounces of fresh squeezed lemon juice mm -hmm. and at your house if you don't have a citrus press and you're making cocktails I highly recommend getting one it's the best tool <laughs> and you can uh, juice Mexican lemon. markets guys if you're listening to this Mexican <laughs> markets always have good citrus presses grab them they're cheap 
Yes. It's, I can't tell you how many times I've used my citrus press, especially when creating uh, this book. So you want to add three fourths ounces of the fresh squeezed lemon juice. And then you're going to add one ounce of the infused strawberry lime shrub. Mm-hmm. And so I, I probably won't walk through that entire process and how no. to make the shrub, but let's, it, let's get people to buy that book, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. But basically it is a strawberry syrup mixed with vinegar and then infused with a cannabis infused tincture that you make at home. Um, oh. And if you haven't had a shrub before, it just adds these really lovely like vinegary notes to drinks, which makes it very light and bright and refreshing. Great on uh, a summer day. Oh, perfect on a summer day. So you want to add one ounce of that cannabis infused strawberry line shrub. And then you're going to add, this is the fun part, I think. You're going to add three fourths ounces of rhubarb liqueur. And so mm-hmm. it just really adds these beautiful rhubarb notes, especially when it's mixed with strawberry and lemon juice. It's, it's incredibly refreshing. And then you're going to add three fourths ounces of premium vodka. So this is the alcohol way that you can make it. But of course, during the Cannabis Drinks Expo, I did a non-alcohol version. And so basically you would just cut out those two, the liquor and the vodka, and basically um, just top with club soda and mix it up that way. Okay. And so there's several different methods that you can use. And in this book, there are mocktails, there's traditional cocktails, but you can mix and match and kind of customize them to what... Um, to what your needs are, which I think is what we want to do with cannabis beverages in the first place. Exactly. Well, the name of this show is Days and Infused. So uh, putting a little alcohol in there to crossfade for you alcohol lovers <laughs> is not a bad idea. Um, so I encourage everyone to go out and get Jamie's books. Uh, Canvas Drinks, which you kindly uh, autographed for me, is a beautiful book, um, great, beautiful photography, and great recipes. They're easy to make and easy to do. But if you want to make yourself really happy in a quick way, call um, a local dispensary as we roll out Herbacy to the world. Jamie, thanks for being on Days Infused tonight. We really appreciate you coming back, and we're so happy you launched your new drink in your dream. Oh, thank you, Latham. And yeah, I'm, I'm just so happy to be back on the show. And to learn more about the drink Herbasi, go to Herbasi.com. You can find our retail partners and a lot more information. Um, That's H-E-R-B-A-C-E, Herbasi.com, correct? Uh, yes, a double E at the end. Double E, sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so look for it at a dispensary near you and we'll get further updates from Jamie as she develops new products. And uh, we wish you nothing but the luck you deserve in the future. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Cheers. This show again is brought to you by Shuggies, but we are very excited to bring on a new uh, potential sponsor long-term and that's Half Pipe Cannabis. Half Pipe Cannabis, Cannabis is bringing you affordable weed at a great price. Disposable vape pens, vape pens, live rosin, and great little bags, medium-sized bags and large bags of marijuana. Everybody loves their cannabis and half-pipe cannabis brings it to you at a great price in a good look at dispensaries across the state of California. Jamie, again, thanks again. And we'll see you all soon here on Days and Infuse. Bye-bye.
the opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.